0: Welcome back to another episode of I Love This, You Should Too, a podcast with me, Samantha, always reading a book, he's, and him, Indy, always giving out books, Randawa. Hello. Are
1: you, are you always reading a book?
0: <laughs> um, lately I am.
1: Oh, good.
0: When I'm at home, I usually just have my headphones in because I...
1: Always listening to a book.
0: Always, okay, sorry, always listening to a book, he's.
1: Right. I wonder if we should even call them books. They're books. But they're not books.
0: No, but they're... They're novels. You could say
1: novels or... Because like book kind of seems like it's the physical thing. That's
0: a physical thing. thing. You're right. Because when you said reading a book, I
1: thought you had switched over to, to books.
0: I had a physical, like an image in my brain of Belle... Mm-hmm. No, knows, yeah. al- knows always in a book. But I guess I like read as much as Belle, but I don't actually use my eyeballs to yeah, do it.
1: You read it with your ears because it's the future. Because
0: it's the future. And I'm very. I guess
1: audiobook exists as a word. Audiobook. But still, it's not as fun. It's I'd not say like novel. Reading a book. Yeah.
0: Always reading a novel. Always listening to a book. It sounds like I just like lay my head down on a book.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say? Hmm. Not much.
0: Or like always ruffling through the pages. Like... <laughs> Very cool. So here at I Love This You Should Too, we are proud members of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is locally grown and community supported. And we love our fellow podcasters. And our episode today is sponsored by the Alberta Treasury Branches and ATB Cares. You can donate to your local favorite charities through ATB Cares. It's a platform that allows you to donate and have your donation matched by ATB to further your impact. ATB matches 20% of every dollar donated to Alberta non-religious charities to an annual limit of $360,000. Eligible charities may receive up to $5,000 in matching per year, so your dollar goes way farther than you could do on your own. Uh, you can visit to atbcares.com to choose your cause and donate today.
1: Well, today is one of our little in-between episodes, so both of us will have some things of the week. Is yours gonna be a book again? No. Oh, wow. Changing it up. And then I'll review what we are watching for the big watch next week.
0: Awesome. I'm excited. Cause you you teased it a little in the last episode. So I'm I'm really excited to get into what we're gonna watch. So Indy, it's your big week. So what are you into? What's your thing?
1: I feel like so many of these I say, well, it's gonna be a little different this week. So maybe it's just different often.
0: I think you change it up more than I do. But yeah.
1: So instead of a distinct thing of the week, I'm giving you kind of five. I'm giving you (laughs) we talked about it on one of the last few episodes where I was saying you should do just your top five biographies of rich blonde ladies. Okay, yeah. Because that's like your niche. And then I said I could do, for instance, a top five talking black cats. Oh, yes. So today, Indies top five talking black cats in movies. Oh,
0: I'm excited. And I'm excited the social media is going to be really cute.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm excited for all, that,
0: too. Like, like all the social media is going to be adorable. Mine isn't that adorable, so I, you're really going to have to pull the weight this week.
1: <laughs> so I'm going movies and a little bit of TV, too.
0: Okay. Talking black cats. I think I can think of, like,
1: two? Who do you got?
0: I've got... Oh, three. I've got Salem, mm-hmm. Luna. Oh, yeah. And was Chi black?
1: No. Chi she's, she's 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 from Cheese Sweet Life. Is white and gray.
0: okay. Okay. I thought she, I was just listing cats that I knew. If
1: you guys ever get a chance to watch, I think it's called Cheese Sweet Life and not cheese, like (laughs) C-H-I-apostrophe-S. (laughs) Cheese. It is a, I thought, very good... Japanese cartoon.
0: More cats should be named cheese. (laughs) That's actually... (laughs) All orange cats should be named cheese. Cheddar. Cheddar. Cheddar is a good name. You could name them just different kinds of cheese.
1: I think we should get six cats and name them cheddar, gouda, camembert, brie, ajiago,
0: parmesan. Sure. I was gonna say provolone, (laughs) but yep, I'm into it. No, we're not getting six cats.
1: The other one would be jack.
0: Oh, no, it would be like monterey jack
1: or we just call him monty
0: yeah monty jack <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah
1: i i need to refocus myself because i just sit here and talk about cats oh i all know day. you could so now i'm gonna focus up and talk about cats okay perfect so top five cats i'm ready i'm gonna start at number five i'm going with binks from hocus pocus
0: oh okay
1: So Hocus Pocus is a movie from 1993. I saw it when I was like nine and I thought it was pretty good then. I think it's pretty good now. And it has a boy who was turned into a cat by a witch's spell. And like most talking cats, he is uh, like wisecracking and makes a lot of jokes. Turns out he is a heartthrob boy, I think, in the end. Okay, yeah. And I don't want to say what happens to him at the end because it's kind of spoils this Thirty? Oh, that's like a thirty-year-old movie. Yeah. Whoa. Well, that's rough. When I said I remembered watching him. Oh, I
0: hate that. <laughs> I hate so. There's so many things lately that I'm like, oh yeah, that was like sixteen years ago. Because because things shouldn't have been more than sixteen years ago. Yeah, nothing should be more than sixteen <laughs> no. years
1: old. Next, I'm going to for movie. It's 2002, but it was a book earlier and Coraline. Oh, and there is yeah. an unnamed cat in it. I like this cat. I'll just talk about the movie version. I did like the book of Coraline. It was pretty good. Uh, this cat is kind of a jerk, which I like.
0: <laughs> I feel like any cats have the ability to talk are just like sassy jerk cats.
1: Mostly. There's a lot of wisecracking yeah, cats. Yeah, like
0: a lot of attitude on these cats.
1: But this one kind of seems mildly threatening as well. Uh-huh. But I guess all of Coraline is, is mildly, kind of mildly Yeah, 100%. Uh, Keith David does the voice of the cat. And if you're familiar with him, he does a lot of voice work. I didn't know how big and long his career was. Until I just kind of keyed into his voice now, and now I see him everywhere. Oh, really? In the last two weeks, I feel like I've seen him in three or four things. You might know him on those later seasons of Community when there's like a... I think he's a computer programmer. He joins the cast. Okay. He's an older black man in those, but I also remember him being like an action star in They Live. And I just rewatched They Live for the first time in many years, and that's a pretty solid two. But he's the voice in a lot of cartoons and does the voice of this cat. And it gives him a very um, authoritative kind of menacing voice, which you don't get to see in a lot of cats. My top three could really go in a lot of different ways, but I'm going to go with three as Gigi from Kiki's Delivery Service. I had
0: a feeling there would be a Markami cat in here.
1: Um, that is Miyazaki.
0: Oh, it's Miyazaki.
1: I do love Murakami cats. Oh
0: my God. Okay. So I totally got those. Well, it's two people
1: that I really love and talk about a lot. A lot. And both have a lot of uh, cats in them. I I guess, I don't think you knew that about Murakami. I did not. But there are, there's actually talking cats in in some of his work too. (laughs) So if I could go into novels, yeah, there'd definitely be some Murakami cats.
0: Okay. Yeah. And their names are very similar.
1: True. Kiki's Delivery Service is a movie by Miyazaki. And Gigi the cat is really funny. In the Japanese version, he's more like fussy and worrying all the time. The English version with Phil Hartman makes him much more sassy. And I don't know. I think it works. I think Phil Hartman is a very good voice actor. You may remember him from such things as The Simpsons. Oh, okay. (laughs) And in Japan, most cats tend to be voiced by women oh. because they're just like even if it's a male cat cats are feminine Feline, so they... yeah
0: feminine very um yeah sleek and like womanly yep
1: but in this case when they brought it to america for an english audience they had phil hartman do it and i think that was very good and Gigi is kind of like a mirror to kiki who is a um 13 year old girl to her insecurities And also a little bit wisecracky, but pretty funny. Well, you think you probably know where I have to go for these next two. Number two, (laughs) going with Luna from Sailor Moon.
0: I called it. I knew that Luna was in your top three for sure.
1: Luna is probably more motherly and less wisecracking (laughs) than a lot of the other cats on the list. She's kind of bossy, especially more in the English dub. But she just wants what's best for... Serena, or Usagi, or right. wherever you are watching it,
0: she was Serena to me.
1: You should watch it with the um, the Japanese one for a couple. There's some episodes that are completely different, really, because they cut out a lot of things uh, for the North American versions, for huh. the English versions. Uh, they cut out some deaths and they cut out oh, some lesbianism.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Do you know what happens at the end with Luna?
0: I do not remember.
1: Do you I, want me to tell you? No. Okay, you're just I'm gonna. Scared. One day you're gonna get there, and you're gonna watch yeah, them all. Yeah,
0: because I do want to. That's one thing on my list of things that I want to rewatch from being a child. Because a lot of like kid shows, like I have no interest in going back and watching. But mm-hmm. Sailor Moon was like a big part of my life, and oh, I, kinda, I have them all. We can I want to go back and watch them. I want to see the like the English version. Yeah, and I also want to see the original.
1: The finale you have to watch in Japanese as well. Okay. All right. For those of you who know out there, kind of fun, huh? Where it goes with Luna? And number one, you know where it's going. Salem from Sabrina of the course. Teenage Witch. Both the live action and the animated. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Nick Piquet in both, and I think he's very good in both. The animated series came out, I don't know if it came out during that run or after, but it has a younger Sabrina in it. Okay. And Salem in the cartoon like walks around and wears like a smoking jacket and has a pipe and stuff. Yeah. So he's much more cartoony. In both versions, he was a man who tried to take over the world and is punished by the spell, much like uh, Binx. He's punished by a witch's spell and now has to live as a cat. Yeah. And I think he's very funny. First, uh, the voice acting by Nick McKay is very good. And he's kind of like mopey and self-loathing and self-pitying, but he's also wisecracky and mischievous. Right. So I really like Salem. He does like guest spots on all sorts of other shows. Really? Which is really funny. If you go look up... I guess you can't look up Salem's IMDb, but you look up Nick McKay's and you (laughs) see all the different places where he played. Where Salem showed up? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. All sorts of shows and still is doing guest appearances on like late night talk shows now. Just Salem the Cat is not just on them.
0: That's amazing. And do you think Nick McKay knew like when he was offered this role as voice actor that he was going to end up playing this role for like 40
1: years? (laughs) I don't know. I think if you got a role as like, hey, you know that like little Archie comic? And this is before. Right, before just take every comic in the world and make it yeah. into something. Uh, we are going to make that a TV show and you're going to play the cat. I don't think he thought that would go past a pilot. But right. Here he is. And I love the kind of like shitty puppet they had because it never looked great. <laughs> no. But then sometimes it'd be a real cat. Right. And that was my biggest complaint of that new Sabrina series. The cat didn't talk. Yeah. I was hoping it'd be the same voice. That would have been great.
0: Oh my God. That would have been full circle. That would
1: have been perfect. It would have been. So there you go. My top five talking black cats. <laughs> I love it. That makes me very happy. <laughs> now I'd like to hear more from all of you. If there's any black cats I missed out on. And don't come at me with like, oh, but what about this cat? Orange cats don't count. No. You can't put Garfield in here. Black cats. Talking black, black cats. cats. Only.
0: Garfield's his own list. Yeah. He's if he was just list. talking cats, yeah. oh,
1: we'd I, be here all day.
0: I'd give you like top 100. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And no one from cats because that movie was the worst.
0: <laughs> They all, come, they all talk.
1: They all give me nightmares, too. Oh. All right, Samantha, what is your thing of the week?
0: So I did say that I was deviating away from books, but this is a series, a Netflix series that is based on a lot of the kind of books that I read. Okay. So um, I am talking about the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window.
1: I really want to watch this, actually.
0: It's... Brilliant.
1: All right. Tell me about it.
0: Um, so if you're familiar with kind of book genres that are happening right now, uh, there's this kind of psychological thriller, uh, genre that's really popular. Um, where the woman is drawn, like, is pushed to the point where she's questioning, um, like her brain. And is like, am I mentally ill? Like, what's happening? And everyone just kind of says she's crazy. Or is um, this woman is alone for most of the book. So you don't get a sense of what the outside world thinks of her. So this show is based on um, the woman in the window, the girl on the train, uh, Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca, Alfred I Hitchcock, do love rear, Rebecca. Window, I do love rear Window, Gillian Flynn's Sharp Objects, which was made into a movie as well. Um, or a TV show? Was it a TV show?
1: There's a TV show called that. I don't, I'm not familiar with the book, though.
0: I'm pretty... Okay, then it's it's probably that one. The main character is Anna. She's played by Kristen Bell, who is like incredible in this. And, and also
1: she, your favorite.
0: Also my favorite. I really like her. She's very good. Um, And uh, she is a painter who takes a break from her career to mourn the death of her eight-year-old daughter. Um, This this tragedy also broke up her marriage. And she uh, is kind of holed up in their family home alone and um, is kind of drinking to numb the pain.
1: Is it a very nice house?
0: It's beautiful. It's like suburbia house. how it always It's suburbia. Away, yeah. So there's like families all around her too. And a new family moves in across the street. And she is like sitting in her chair drinking wine, watching them like move in. And it's a single dad with a daughter. And um, she like becomes friends with them. And the daughter ends up really liking her. And uh, it kind of goes on from there. I don't want to spoil it. It's eight episodes. Um, Will Ferrell was an executive producer on it too. And Kristen Bell. So there's like some good comedic moments or just like little things that are funny, but are just kind of like background funny. It's kind of dark comedy and thriller.
1: So this is kind of a spoof a bit of those. It's satirical.
0: So I went in thinking it would be like Kristen Bell, Will Ferrell doing like like comedy that makes fun of this genre Mm -hmm. it's kind of a show that it like it knows that this genre is like really being overdone and at the same time it does a really good job of storytelling like a lot of these books do so it's kind of a spoof but at the same time it's got that same kind of story that you want from those books
1: Are you meant to laugh or is this meant to be very serious?
0: You are meant to laugh, but at the same time, it is serious. Yeah, there are moments that are definitely right from the books that they're kind of based on, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely got some moments where she is like a larger than life version of some of the women in these books that they're
1: based on. Yeah. Do you think someone needs to watch those types of movies, read those types of books to appreciate this?
0: I don't think so. I mean, it does a really good job of like not saying like, "Oh, and then when it was in this book or like, "Oh, you know, how it did in this movie or whatever it it kind of stands alone too. I've read enough of these books that I had a like a real appreciation for what they did with the writing, right. but it's definitely a show that you don't need to read seventeen books first Good. <laughs>
1: And where can people watch this? Uh,
0: it is a Netflix original, uh, so it is eight hour long episodes.
1: Oh wow!
0: Oh no, wait, sorry. It's eight episodes that are four hours in total. Okay. So it's pretty quick, um, and uh, it's it's definitely a fun ride. So if you are looking for something kind of mysterious and thriller-ish with some darker comedy in it, you should watch The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window.
1: Sounds good.
0: I don't think that title is long enough.
1: (laughs) It's funny how if you said, "Oh, it's a movie. It's two hours and fifteen minutes," I'd be like, "No, I'm not watching that. It's too long." (laughs) But you're like, "Oh, it's just uh, four hours. It's a series." I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, I'll take that." (laughs) Okay, great,
0: (laughs) great. I on honestly, I hope they do more of it because the four hours it doesn't feel like enough.
1: And our other sponsor today is Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta, offering internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. And in Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. And if you switch providers, nothing changes about the delivery of these utilities to your home or business. If you have an existing contract, you're going to want to find out the terms before leaving. But if you don't, then it's easier to sign up for Park Power. You, as the consumer, have the choice of who you pay your bills to, so why not choose your friendly local utilities provider? And you can find out more about switching over to Park Power at parkpower.ca.
0: Well, Indy, after a list of cats and a list of thriller books, uh, what are we watching this week? We're going back to cats! Yay! I was hoping we were going back to cats. (laughs)
1: So, just like we did 50 episodes ago, we are going back to the wonderful world of Hayao Miyazaki.
0: Yes!
1: And this is great because Samantha had never seen a Miyazaki movie before. And now we've covered My Neighbor Totoro and Spirit Away, Spirited Away. So go back and check out both of those episodes. Two
0: of our best episodes, like download-wise.
1: Yeah, they're always very popular. They are so popular. And really, I could just do all of Miyazaki's because I think they're all worth talking about. But I was trying to keep one every 50 episodes or so. And since it's been exactly 50 episodes, it's time to go back to maybe my next favorite I don't know. It's really tough to say. But we are going to be talking about Kiki's Delivery Service, which first came out in 1989 in Japan and then got released, a limited release in the United States and had an English dub in 1990. So it's based on a novel, which I did read last week also. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was pretty good. I don't think it's much worth talking about because the movie sticks quite closely to it. Oh, okay. So, and it was a fun, easy read as well. I think it's targeted probably at younger teens. Okay, that makes sense
0: based on what I know about it.
1: What do you know about it?
0: Um, I know it's like a young teenage girl. There's a witch's broom, I think.
1: She's a witch. Kiki is a witch.
0: Okay, and a cat. Yep, Gigi. And she delivers Thanks.
1: That's, yep, that's all you need to know. <laughs> and it's always hard to talk about Miyazaki movies without referencing Disney because mm-hmm. it's so opposite in so many ways, but occupies a very similar place in a lot of people's hearts. Right. But I think we'll talk about that a lot because this movie could not exist for Disney the way it exists, just like how Totoro is so anti all of the plot structures that we're used to in children's cartoons right so this like like both of the two Miyazaki's we've talked about already has a girl who is kind of in that in between of childhood and teenage years as the protagonist Uh that is definitely a favorite of Miyazaki's these (laughs) uh 12 to 13 year old girls for the most part so Kiki I think is 13 in the book and she is a young witch and when every young witch is growing up Part of their growing up process is kind of going out on their own. Oh. So this is a story of a young witch who goes out and uh, just tries to make a life for herself. Oh, that's nice. So I don't want to give away too much. But if you're expecting like, oh, and then she fights a monster. That's probably not what you're going to be getting here. Okay. So, uh, okay. <laughs> don't think that it's going to be. There's no There's no Ursulas. There's no scars. There's, oh, okay. That's not how Miyazaki works.
0: There's no big villain.
1: No. Okay. Well, maybe. We'll see. Not in not in a Disney way, at least. Okay. So I definitely want to say everyone out there, especially if you have kids. I think even if you don't because I love this movie, but and I'm a uh, old man.
0: <laughs> you are not an old man. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty much an old man. I remember things 16 years ago. <laughs> um that doesn't make you <laughs> Remember an old everything man. over 16 is too much.
0: It is. It's true. So, It just sounds like you should have a wizard beard or something. I pretty much do. No, you don't. Look at this. No, wizard beard goes to your knees.
1: Okay, well, I'm working on it. You are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I was saying everyone go out and watch it, especially if you have children. And don't think that, oh, it doesn't have a typical structure. It's going to be really weird. It's, I think, very much like things like Totoro where... It doesn't have that same structure that we're used to, but it has something different and something beautiful and tranquil and still exciting. So definitely check it out. There are four versions of this movie, though.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Well, four audio versions, at least. Okay, yeah. So there's the original Japanese. Right. Which, of course, I'm going to recommend. Watch it in Japanese. That's how it was made. That's how it should be watched. Mm -hmm. I think it's the best. But I realize most people don't want to watch subtitles, and that's cool. Especially in a cartoon, I think you lose less than you do with live-action movies when they're dubbed.
0: Yeah, because also with, like, especially with um, Miyazaki movies, there's so much going on in the background, too. I don't want to stop and read because I'm going to miss something. Yeah, it helps you appreciate the beautiful visuals. Exactly. For sure.
1: Uh, in 1990, there was the Tokuma English dub, okay. which I've never seen, and it's only available on Laserdisc, so you probably don't have to worry about that one. I can't tell you if it's good or bad. Are Laserdiscs
0: like the little ones?
1: No, they're the very big ones.
0: Oh, okay. It's, I don't think I've it's ever like actually a, seen a Laserdisc. It's like a record. <laughs> but for movies. But
1: it looks like a CD. Oh,
0: okay. That seems excessive. I can see why that didn't work out.
1: Well, LaserDiscs were, there's a lot of movies that the only good version came out was on LaserDisc, like a good quality Star Wars that didn't have all that extra stuff added in. Right. The only version that exists of that is LaserDisc.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Next, in
1: 1997, Disney did their dub. That's the one with Phil Hartman, and I think Kirsten Dunst is a voice in it. Wait, I think she is. I'll cut this out if she's not. (laughs) I think she's kiki. And in this version, there's a few things I don't like about it. They cut the Yumi Arai songs. And she does the theme song at the beginning and the end. And they're both very good songs. You should just listen to her music on her own. She's very good. They added in a bunch of sound effects. Because there's parts where Miyazaki keeps it silent. And Americans were like, we can't just have silence. You need to have wacky sound effects. So there are more sound effects. They made Gigi sassier. Um, They ad-libbed lines or they put in lines where there was where Gigi was just silent in the Japanese one. Oh. They make like little jokes. Right. But one of the lines, I won't tell you which because we'll talk about it. One of the lines drastically changes the meaning of the whole movie. Oh. And that's my point of contention of why I like the Japanese one better.
0: Not the Disney dub.
1: Yeah. Oh. But we'll talk about that. That is the version that is currently on Netflix. Okay. So I know a lot of people will will be watching it on Netflix. That's what you'll be seeing. Uh, that does give you the option of watching in Japanese too, if you'd like. Okay. And that one line is at pretty much the end of the movie. Okay. We'll talk about that. And then if you get a Blu-ray or DVD, most likely you are getting the second version of that disney dub so it is (laughs) that same dub but they made changes to make it more like the japanese original oh that's nice so they cut that one line that changes things they cut a few of Gigi's added lines and Mm. they er, restored the japanese soundtrack okay so i like that one myself for english but i guess i know a lot of people can't access that one (laughs) watch what you can They're all great. It's not drastic. And we'll talk about those little changes that they did do.
0: Awesome. And so it's available on Netflix?
1: It is. It's available because it's uh, Miyazaki and he has a very good following. Most libraries will have it. I know ours does. Again, if you get the copy with my Indies Staff Pick sticker, uh, take a picture, send it over. We'll put it on our Instagram or something. Yeah, we love seeing those. (laughs) And watch it. Come back here next week. We'll see you next Monday. Yeah. Do you have any uh, thoughts, predictions?
0: No, I I don't want to because I'm so excited to see it.
1: Maybe just that you're excited to watch this one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is one, um, like like Totoro and uh, Spirited Away, where there's like merch for it now. That right. like merch is easier to make and easier to distribute. Like I've seen stuff from Kiki's delivery service at like Hot Topic. Um. So I kind of know what the characters look like, but I don't know anything about the story because I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. So I um I'm excited to know a little bit more and be able to like identify those
1: characters better. Oh, good old Kiki and Gigi.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well we'll see you next week, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.